Listener Production. Warm, enjoyable and chock full of nuts. Just like a sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Okay, Alex Tyson, imagine this. You're normally getting 450 pounds per month. All right, that's what you do as an unnamed staff member. That's about what I put on during COVID. <laughs> as an unnamed staff member at Consorcio Industrial del Alimentos in Chile. All right, you're normally getting 450 pounds okay. a month. One day, payday, suddenly you check your bank, 150,000 pounds. What are you doing? Hmm. Well, as this podcast, I guess, could be considered evidence, <laughs> um, I am calling the bank and immediately informing them of the clerical error. Well, that is the exact opposite of what a gentleman from Chile did. An unnamed worker gets the money, just decides to disappear. It's a very <laughs> interesting uh, series of decisions there just to go like, you know what? You only get one crack at 150 grand. I'm out skis. And uh, he's bailed. So they, they don't know where he's gone. I'm visualing this person as Homer Simpson disappearing into a hedge <laughs> as that money hit the bank account. Wherever that person is now, uh, we hope that they are, uh, you know, getting by um, safely. <laughs> I, you know, I hope that they're, they're not in trouble in any way. I mean, you can't just take 150,000 pounds and expect nothing to happen to you. Where are they from again? Chile. From Chile, hey. Well, I'm just looking through about where people listen to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And uh, they got six in Costa Rica last month. Um, Mexico had four Ooh. listeners. Guatemala, two listeners. So. Ooh, any, any Chileans in the house? No, I can't see any Chileans, but I tell you what, I doubt they would be in the country. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I'm going, if I'm getting paid 150,000 pounds by accident, I'm Santiago going somewhere else. <laughs> all right, this is Matt and Alex all day break. We've got a big show for you. Santiago <laughs> going, Santiago going, Santiago gone. <laughs> <laughs> we have a massive show for you today. We absolutely can't wait to get stuck into it. Let's just jump in, hey? Shall we? All right, let's 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 get cracking. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Sorry, are we recording right now? Yes. Oh, sorry. I was watching a TikTok on a lady making some fancy pasta from a chicken McNugget Happy Meal. Um, (laughs) Well, while you're watching how things get made uh, behind the scenes, you're listening to how things get made here at All Day Breakfast. Um, Are we going to keep this bit? AKA slowly. (laughs) Look, the fact of the matter is, Alex Dyson, uh, Splendor is coming up and I know I'm excited. This weekend, mate. I'm excited. I'm going to be jumping on stage and literally forcing some Boilermakers on people. Well, this is the interesting thing because I was talking to someone who's also going to Splendor, for uh, former co-worker at Triple J, and they're like, oh, I see Matt's doing some stuff at the comedy tent. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty sure he said to me multiple times that he is retired from stand-up comedy. Well, look, I am doing some stuff at the comedy tent. Oh, oh hang on. 
but I'm going to do a little bit of what I did at Ronnie, right? Which is um, take the audience hostage and force them to listen to my music. <laughs> so the book is a book at you for one thing and you're just delivering the audience another thing. Well, I'm going to do some jokes, um, but then I'm also going to intersperse that with some Boilermakers tracks. So it's going to be like a live version of a YouTube ad that you can't skip. <laughs> I should actually get a sign, literally, that just yeah. says you cannot skip this ad. Yeah. Uh, song finishing a countdown just there. It's like, come on. Uh, but I'm not going to be alone, by the way. I'm going to get my mate Renan. You might have heard him on FBI Radio. He's going to jump yeah. on, be, be a bit of a mm. hype man. And very special guest and a bit of an out-of-the-box one. We're talking about people who don't usually, who aren't known for their music. Singer... Kelsey Brown, Collingwood netball player, Australian representative, is going to be coming up to sing some tracks with Boilermakers. Yep, that's it. Now, but can I just? It's in the comedy tent, though. Yes. And yeah, there'll be a few jokes, mate. Whatever. <laughs> Enough to get by. Is Kelsey doing any jokes? Have you given Kelsey some? No, jokes? I don't know. I haven't thought about any. If you can think of any good um, ways to incorporate a netballer into my set. Um, then that would be great. I mean, I know, I know the netball, the netball. It, it, there's mm. a lot of talk at the moment as well. Romelda mm. Aiken, um, having you know, there was a lot of chat around Romelda not having mm. her Firebirds uh, contract renewed. She's having a baby next year. That was a lot of discussions well, around that. Well, maybe there's a joke that could sort of tie into our conversation about Ibises bloody assaulting our food. Um, you could say Kelsey was meant to have lunch today, but she got stuck with a wing attack, a.k.a. an Ibis, <laughs> <laughs> flapping on in. Uh, I was going to do something some, about the super shot because everyone, Tucker. the super shot is the contentious issue in netball uh, these days, but no, the wing attack, I love that. Hey, look, this isn't what we're going to talk about though, Alistair. So we're going to be talking about what's been <laughs> annoying people about Splendor because while I'm more than happy and excited and really genuinely cannot wait to take the stage for my first kind of solo stand-up, show back in two and a half years. Um, Asterix. There's going to be a few people <laughs> that uh, are really disappointed about what's happening at Splendor. Well, some news did come out this week that anyone under the age of 18 must be accompanied at all times by an adult or guardian through the festival. Yeah. So 17-year-olds who are going to go down and have some good fun slender times are now fresh out of luck and because uh, I guess they've got capacity limits as well and so the only way to get tickets is for an adult to then purchase a ticket from a re the official resale site in order to come and accompany these people. Yeah, and I mean I think previously the rule was under 16s had to be accompanied by an adult. So you got your 16s and 17-year-olds who by all accounts – are old enough to go to a festival, in my humble opinion, right? There's a lot of talk about the local kids wanting to just drop by and see their favourite bands for a day. Now they've got to somehow bring their friends. A lot of people are on Twitter are sort of mm. saying things like, well, hold on. I mean, we're looking, at, we're looking at an area that's been ravaged by floods. People have been <laughs> displaced. Give them just some fun things to do for yeah. a second. 
because the split people at Splendor are saying this is a you know police decision. They've decided that this is how what they're going to be enforcing over the weekend. We apologise. We've argued against it. But these Byron festivals. Remember when Blues Fest was cancelled like six days out yep. <laughs> what, during the pandemic as well? Mate, they're not making it. Uh, they're not making it easy for them, are they? A lot of people making uh, mm. taking digs at the police actually. Um, when it comes to young people needing an adult with them, uh, considering some of the stories that emerged uh, after a after the how do I put this without mysteriously <laughs> dying in some sort of helicopter attack? Boilermakers <laughs> related show where a light falls from the roof. Yeah. Oh, he's got a gun. <laughs> oh, it was just a microphone. <laughs> that rapper is dead. Um, <laughs> we cannot, Matt, Matt, Matthew, okay, there has never been an instance that I'm aware of, okay, yeah. of a comedian dying in, you know, mysterious gun-related <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> However, when it comes to rappers. Yeah, no, you're right. I can't be putting myself in this box. So don't start advertising the fact that you're going to subject people to hip-hop music, okay. Keep that on the DL because... <laughs> because if, you know, people start hearing about us, potentially, well, people could be wearing T-shirts that say, Tupac, Biggie, <laughs> Matt O'Kine <laughs> on them. You know, people are asking, what's a responsible adult? Because the official, you know, the official um, statement that Splendor said is they said, this is not Splendor's decision. It's opposed to us from New South Wales police. Uh, we were only informed of this late Thursday. We're very unhappy about it as well. We understand it's going to have an impact mm. with our patrons and also a lot of people. We don't want people to walk away with a fine. So what they've said is yep. we want you to be aware the police will be present at the event. They're roaming throughout the crowd, checking that underage minors are with a responsible adult. Now, now Matt. <laughs> the question is. We've been to Splendor over many years, okay? And I've seen 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 38-year-olds being very <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> so I don't know if a 16 to 17-year-old are going to be more irresponsible than the absolute cookers <laughs> I've come across in my well, time. Well, that is the question. Rome and the amphitheater. So what, what constitutes as a responsible adult? Because the first time, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, well, what do you, what's going to happen is, you know, you're 16, dancing around. As soon as you oh, see yeah. the cops through the crowd, you're just going to swing to any, you know, <laughs> yeah. any old gurner, <laughs> grab their hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, daddy's here, you know, helping, you know, looking yeah, after me. people on their gurner permits. <laughs> so, <laughs> just the, the yellow G on the, on the square. So, so, you know... <laughs> Um, so, uh, but apparently you have to, what they will actually probably likely do is make you prove the relationship. So discuss, okay, well, so this random person, what's their name? Mm. Who are they? Oh, wow. How do you know them? You know? Well, Matt, people know you, you know, a lot of people at Splendor would know you from your time at Triple J, um, and all day breakfast. Of course. I know what you're going to say, mate, <laughs> I don't want to be responsible. You're going to be wearing a little... <laughs> You're going to be wearing a little, like, orange flag off the back of you <laughs> that if young people just could flock just to you. Walking just around, walking around, walking around, holding the hands of 30, 16-year-old kids in some sort of, <laughs> like I'm some sort of cult leader. No. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> 
So anyways, look, we do wish you a very fun splendor regardless. It is unfortunate news. Mm. It is no one's fault. Look, 100%, I'm sure that the there's there's rules around liquor licensing that are making this yep. the situation. People don't want anyone to get hurt. Be unsafe. Splendor doesn't want that either. We don't want you to get fined. So uh, try to do the right thing. Uh, but if you do happen to make it through the gates and you do uh, happen to be enjoying the festival, then drop by the comedy tent on Saturday night to see. What time? I don't know yet. I can't remember, but it'll be sometime. Just keep walking past it and uh, <laughs> you'll catch something at some <laughs> stage. Boilermakers represent. Peace. Well, Alex Dyson, the internet was ablaze over the past 24 hours about a happenings in space. Um, I didn't actually click on anything. I just, <laughs> I just saw. Well, every time there's an article about some rando influencer having some life hack about some supermarket, all of a sudden, Matt's admitting. Oh, actually, I clicked on that one. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but suddenly, we have. A discovery of galaxies <laughs> moments after the Big Bang. And Matt's like, well, oh, I probably don't have time to click on this. Unbelievable, Bron mate. was the one who actually brought up this uh, this fact for us and said, you know, in our meeting, hey, did anyone else see this story about this telescope? And so I thought, oh, well, great. I don't need to click on it because Bron will have, will have done the research for us. So uh, we're welcoming Bron onto Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bron. How much do you know about this? Uh, what's it called? The, I know it's called the James Webb Telescope. I know mm -hmm. that's that's basically my my knowledge on it. I saw a couple headlines. <laughs> Did say, you see any pictures? The pictures looked amazing. They really did. It look looks great. like an egg. <laughs> Maybe I didn't see those pictures. <laughs> it looks like Gudetama. No, no, I, of the actual telescope. I didn't see what um. What, the the, what it took telescope itself. It looks like I guess a fried egg is what you're talking about, Matt. Yeah, you um, know what I mean. It's got the brown center and then the the, the yellow ring. But we thought, you know, we would like to uh, update you. In the past, a great way of, you know, updating you on things we haven't seen is Matt O'Kind explaining the plot of Harry Potter and um, Star Wars. So we thought we could only. It's only fair to extend the courtesy to producer Bronwyn Doizak. Um, Ron, please just fill the listeners in on on what's happening with the brand new James <laughs> Webb Space Telescope. I I don't even know where to start with this. Yes, you do. Um, well, just yeah, you, you say you're it an confidently expert. enough. Okay. If you say it confidently you're an enough. Go quickly, go. Let's okay. go. Okay, there was a telescope. It went into space. So I I'm imagining someone had like a little robot, like a toy helicopter style thing where it's directing it in in the. <laughs> Your atmosphere. Like a drone, like a drone remote control. They're controlling yes. it like a that. And then yep. it's going deep into the different galaxies. There's So wait, sorry. So sorry. This, the telescope is going into different galaxies. Sure. And the um, telescope is physically what's, what's in propelling it, Zapron. Um <laughs> lots of lots of ingenuity from NASA. Mm -hmm. And what's it found so far, Bron? What what's it spotted? Lots of planets. And mm. space and dark matter, I guess. <laughs> what is dark matter again? It's matter and it's it's mm -hmm. low resolution. Go on, say it. <laughs> <laughs> low res. 
It's low res matter. It's got some um, low res. Okay, tell me about how far away are some of these mm. uh, planets and universes? I got that. So that it's 13 billion mm. years ago somehow. That's the part I wasn't sure about. <laughs> so what do you mean? Can, can you explain why that's like looking into the past? No. <laughs> yes, you can with confidence. It's it's because there's light years and there's mm-hmm. other types of years. This is, I, you know, it's, I didn't get the plot of Interstellar either, so <laughs> <laughs> this is not I'll my tell you what, I so. always, I almost cry every time I watch Interstellar. I absolutely love it. No, look, mm. I, I don't know much about this either. Um, Dyson, you seem to know about it. Well, the cool thing about light takes, say, it's 13 billion light years away, right? So it takes that long for the light to hit our eyes, okay? Which means when it left its destination, that's what it looked like. And if it took 13 billion years to get to us, we're looking at something 13 billion years ago. So who knows what it looks like now when the light takes that long to come come across. So in the moment as we speak, it could not exist anymore. It could have blown up billions of years ago. Who knows? Because where light takes that long to get to us that that's all we can perceive. It's still, it is mind-boggling. How big, because people may have seen the image of of lots of stars and galaxies, Bron, Mm -hmm. how much of the sky is that picture of? How much is it taking up? Um... That is, it's a great question. <laughs> it's taking up, like, um, are we going light years here? What's the... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's sort of time, that's, that, I Oh, guess. that is time. What we're looking for is area, size of the sky. Yeah, just just billions of, of footy fields. That's interesting. Man. Because I heard that the first picture that came through this week of all these galaxies sort of swirling around, the amount of sky that that takes up, if you were to take a grain of sand off the beach and hold it at an arm's length away Mm -hmm. at the night sky, that photo would fit inside that grain of sand. That's Oh, my God. That's the portion of the sky that photo is looking at. What? It would just be a little bit faded, surely, after travelling for 13 billion years. Like, it's got to degrade somehow. I mean, the only thing older than that currently is the kebab my sister brought over to my house the other day and it's still in my (laughs) fridge. Maybe the aliens that we're looking at have got their own telescope. (laughs) It's picking up... Alex's rotten kebab. Every time he opens the fridge, the light from the fridge just taking 13 billion years to finally get to the other side of the universe. Well, thank you very much, Bron. We really appreciate being informed of the James Webb Telescope. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. You're welcome. Your knowledge. No, no, no. Thank you. And thank you, James Webb. Um, If you got control of the James Webb Telescope, Bron, what Mm -hmm. would you point it at? Um, I've always really liked Saturn, but I, I this is a real. I heard that they're losing their rings, Saturn. They're what? dropping by the second. That is a real oh, fact. No. Take that Wait, to the bank. Seriously, I think so. <laughs> this this whole time, oh Saturn God. was actually doing the hula hoop, and uh, they're just <laughs> it's just dropping off. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Brian. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Order up.
Just how you like it. Perfect. It's time to get a little bit intellectual now with the segments that make sure you are up to date with the most astounding facts in the world, courtesy of Matt O'Kine and All Day Breakfasts. Mind blown. Yeah, look, I um, have been scouring the internet for facts as I do every single week and this one revolves around motherhood. When are you going to bloody get back to the real Encyclopedia Britannicas and stuff, mate? Why is this all this internet stuff? Why not get back to the tried and true research that people did over the years? I know. I need to be like that that listener that we had who used to read Guinness Book of Records every year on the toilet. <laughs> hey, actually, speaking of clickbait, Belinda clicked on one of those, um, you won't believe which stars are nice and who which stars are not. <laughs> um, and we did a guessing game of, okay, so this person, do you reckon nice or not? Apparently, Terry Hatcher, not. Oh, from that that's, Superman that's and also Desperate Housewives. That's what the article said. I don't believe these things. I'm sure she just it was on a bad day. I don't know. Threw some water on someone once, or <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Actually, no. That that justifies as bad. I'd say that that's not nice. Unless that person was on fire. <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> Maybe that person was a marathon runner. We don't know. <laughs> um, so. Anyway, this one just, I just, uh, this is just a standard. This is a, a Guinness World Records type of fact. All right. About motherhood. Annegret Rornink is the oldest woman at age 65 to give birth to quadruplets. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a substantial addition to. Anyone's schedule. <laughs> Let alone someone who's about to get their buddy senior's card and get some discounted public transport. Well, that's it. Age 65, already single mother to 13 kids, right? Decides what? to get IVF. Doctors in Germany refused, said, no, they're, they're, your body's not going to be strong enough to st- survive the stress of bearing any more of children. a single child. Yeah. Then doctors in Ukraine were like, no, nah, okay, fine, we'll do it. Um, becomes pregnant with four at once, thank you very much. Gives birth to them, now has 17 kids. Um, people said, well, that's selfish, that's crazy. And Ronick says... Everyone has the should live their life as they want to. Wow! So there you go. And actually, here's a, here's a little fact written in this website. Wait, wait. Did her older kids already have kids? Because if she was sixty five, had thirteen kids, these new quadruplets would be the uncle of kids <laughs> that are older than yep. them. Well, look, Anna uh, youngest daughter before having the quadruplets uh, was ten, and apparently. She was the person who persuaded Annegret to have more children, so she had someone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, mate. Here's four besties for you. Just <laughs> how you like them diapers, mate. There you oh, go. Well, Matt, that's good stuff. <laughs> Mind blown. Blown away. Hey, thank you very much. Um, but we also love your mind blowns. Please send them through, matt.and.alex, so that we may all sit in awe of the world where fact truly is stranger than fiction. Today's mind-blowing fact comes 
from listener Erica. Hey, Matt and Alex. So I just learned that in the 19th century, before the advent of electricity, theatres would light up the stage with chunks of light. The line would be heated until it was so hot that it would emit a blinding white light, a process called a candle luminescence. So if you were the centre of attention in the show, you were literally basking in the limelight, which is where the saying comes from. Oh, my God! (laughs) That's very cool, Erica. That's definitely a mind blown. Mind blown. That is absolutely, yeah. Yeah, mind blown. I would have thought they'd just do theatre in the daytime. Could have been (laughs) easier than (laughs) heating up some big chunks of lime. No, it's good because afterwards you can just pop it in your Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We will be back again tomorrow. And remember, if you'd like to get in touch, we've got an Instagram, matt.and.alex, or hit us up on the website, mattandalex.com.au. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.